Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday evening, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They'll be taking your calls and speaking on the topic of the week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone. To Pause I Am Radio, I'm your host, Robert Brining. This evening, I am joined by the fabulous Jeremy Dunn. Jeremy, how are you? The fabulous? Yay, I'm fabulous. Yay, I'm fabulous. How have you been? I've been good. Um, I I was a little under the weather, as you know, which is why I wasn't here for the last couple of weeks. (laughs) I was dying. You're doing better, though. Yes, I am. I'm off antibiotics. I can breathe. I can talk. I can sing again. Mark's wishing I was still sick. <laughs> well, I'm but glad the, you're better. That's good. We missed you. Oh, yeah. Well, I missed me. Are you kidding? I was in bed for a week. It was awful. Hated it. Hated it. <laughs> but uh, so, so um, big, let's see, what, what big news is going on? What do we know? What, what, what what's what happening? What do we know? Yeah, what do we know? Well, tonight, tonight we have a fabulous guest, Jamar Rogers from The Voice. Um, and when he's on the line, we'll bring him on. Um, I'm just excited that, um, you know, he was so honest about it. Um, but I just want to remind people, um, if you're tuning in for the first time, uh, we every Sunday, uh, Robert Brining, Jeremy Dunn. Um, and uh, what we do is we, we offer hope for people living with HIV. We allow people to come on and share their personal stories. And uh, tonight we have Jamar Rogers from The Voice coming on to share his story. Um, he is a contestant on The Voice that just uh, actually um, his audition was Monday night, last Monday. Um, and... It was amazing, um, and we'll talk about that when he comes on. But if you just missed, uh, if you didn't tune in last week and you missed it, like Jeremy may have because he was sick, uh, we had an awesome interview with uh, Greg Luganis, who was on, um, and, you know, unfortunately he didn't make it on Dancing with the Stars, but um, he did come on and share, you know, his story of what it was like, you know, being Greg Luganis, the gold medalist. So listen to that in the archives if you haven't on iTunes. It was a great show if you missed it. And by the way, I and, and I'm so upset with, with myself because I have – I've had such a huge crush on Greg Luganis for so long, and it oh oh anyway oh that happens right it does it does so Greg if you're listening and you do listen back to the show and you hear this um just let you know that I would walk on hot coals in my bare feet for you just there's a lot of people who actually uh were uh, calling in with that yeah so um it was. It was, it was really cool to, to kind of, you know, get the history of it all because I've seen the movie, you know, people have read the book, but to hear it from, you know, the person Him. who lived yeah. it, it, yeah. it, 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 it's totally different, and it but moved me to I've I, I got to tell you, I remember when it happened. Yeah, I, I remember hearing about it. it was I don't the, remember You weren't even born yet when it happened. No? Yes, there was. Wasn't it in the 80s? Yeah. When were you born? I was born in the 80s. I was born in the 70s. You were born when? 79. Oh, okay. Never mind then. So I remember hearing about it, and I remember, like, being in the news, but I don't remember specifically, like, where I was. Like, you would know, unfortunately, Whitney Houston passed away last night. You know, it was one of those moments, like, that's something, like, that's like Michael Jackson, where you know where you were when that person passed away, and you heard about it. Um, I, you know, I got I the, yeah, I was I was looking at my phone and a and a headline popped across my my phone and said Whitney Houston's dead and I went, oh my god, oh my god, so yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was sitting there on Twitter and it, and it, someone tweeted it and I was like, are you serious? And then TMZ tweeted it and once TMZ tweeted it, I knew it was real and it just kind of like it kind of just it's one of those moments where you just freeze in time for a minute and I turned on CNN. You know, and you just watch, and you just watch it unfold, and it was just very, very, it was a, it's a horrible thing. I mean, even the reporters who were reporting that she passed away were having a hard time reporting it because it was such a shock. Yeah, it, it is shock. And and from what I understand, because I've been reading several articles today, it looks like they found her in the, in the bathtub. She was getting ready for Clive Davis's um, party, his Grammy mm-hmm. party. 
And um, we know that, and they do know that she was, you know, she had taken a Xanax or something. And and sometimes when you take Xanax and you have a drink or something, it, you can it can just knock you out. And it look it, what may have happened is that she fell asleep in the tub and drowned. I mean, so more more details are coming out, but uh, I think as soon as more folks know and and um, figure out what happened, but uh, it just sad, very very sad because we grew up with her, (laughs) you know. You know, it's funny because I I remember that I was like. I remember the bodyguard, and, you know, you're going to say I'm young, but I remember I was in eighth grade, and the bodyguard was the biggest hit. You know what I mean? And you just I listened to every every single song, I remember listening from front to back and just loving Whitney Houston. Oh, I I remember, so, so Whitney Houston story really quick. I remember um, being at my cousin, my aunt and uncle's house, spending the night with my cousins, and it was when MTV actually played music, you know, and they had cable. We didn't have cable when I was a child, but they had cable because they lived in the city and I lived out in the sticks. And anyway, but um, they had cable and we watched MTV until like two or three in the morning. And we always loved watching the Whitney Houston videos come on. And I can remember watching Whitney Houston and um, listening to her sing The Children Are Our Future. And and I always remember that video when she's, like, singing in the mirror and stuff. It was just – I I have fond memories of Whitney. Yes. You know. Yeah, as do I. Yeah, I mean, she's helped. I mean, we were listening to it in the car today, and I will always love him came on. And it was just, like, emotional just listening to the song knowing that she's not here. But yeah. that's enough about Whitney. So let me um, move on. I think our guest may be on hold right now. Jamar may be on hold. But I want to first, um, for those of you who may have missed the audition, I mean, they played it multiple times. It's been replayed, I think, on E! And they played it on NBC again uh, last night, uh, The Voice. And uh, you can watch it on YouTube, on Hulu. I mean, it's been on Pause am. It's all over Facebook, on Twitter. Watch it everywhere. But um, I want to play his audition that he played, uh, that he sang on The Voice, uh, Seven Army Nation, Jamar Rogers. And we'll be back.
Wow. Right? Tell me about All it. Wow. Dude, I was what? playing it like I was playing it over and over again before the interview to pump myself up to get into it. So I'm excited. I actually see Jamar on the line. So please help me welcome Jamar Rogers to the show. Jamar, welcome. Hello. <laughs> well, hey, how are you doing, man? I'm great, 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 great. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? <laughs> Good. I had you coming in a little echoey. Um, I don't know, really know what to do about that. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That sounds good. Yeah, we we don't right, have a sound. We don't, we, don't, we don't have a sound mixer or foley artist or anything like that, so we have to deal with the echoes. Okay. Oh, who needs that? Who needs that? We'll just talk to me. Exactly. Apparently, you don't. You sound fantastic. My God. Goodness. Well, thank, you. Where, thank you. Where's Where's my button? I don't have a button to push. <laughs> It's still really um, weird and surreal to, like, hear myself back, I must admit. Does it? Yeah, so, so how does it feel? I mean, you are you, – you're, 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 you're famous, dude. You're, you're like, out there. You're, you're, I mean, little girls are, like, throwing their panties and bras at you. <laughs> well, Mind you, some, boy, would... some, boys, some little boys were also tweeting at you. <laughs> you know, I have gotten a lot of love and support and um, – and, you know, I'm an equal opportunity lover, so any uh, oh. anybody that wants, wants to send me some love, I'm all good with that. Um, really? You know, I just, I, I guess I'm, I, I feel, you know, a thousand pounds lighter. That's how I feel. I, I didn't really get into the situation looking for fame. Um, to be quite honest with you, fame isn't all that attractive to me. Uh, but I did want to get into this situation hoping to uh, inspire people and hoping to make people feel okay with themselves. Uh, because I just started feeling okay with myself within the last year or so. And I kind of just wanted to spill that over to people. So the fact that people are getting it, the fact that people are wrapping their arms and their hearts around it, I, I, I'm just grateful. I'm so, and I am so supremely grateful. You have no idea. Wow. Wow. So how does that, how do you, I mean, you, this is, so you've got all kinds of, of I mean, just, you're exploding. You're exploding here, <laughs> and 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 listening to that opening song, listening to your audition from The Voice, listening to just listening to you and your energy, it's amazing. I, I mean, you must be on the moon right now. I really am, man. And you know, like the very next day after, like Tuesday, right after the uh, audition aired, I was just walking around running some errands here in the Bronx, and. Um, and a guy stopped me on the street, and, you know, I would have never thought that this guy would have ever stopped to talk to me. And he hugged me and said that he, too, was in recovery and he, too, was HIV positive, and he wanted to thank me for what I was doing. That that kind of feedback puts me over the moon. Yeah, meeting CeeLo wow. has honestly been one of the highlights of my life, and, it's, it, and it is really rad to be on national television. But I tell you what just warms my heart are all of the – the inbox messages I'm getting, the emails I'm getting from people that haven't, that never told anyone, they've never disclosed their status to anyone before, and I feel so honored to be the first person that they've decided to come clean with. It's, it's, it's that puts me over the moon. I bet it does. I bet that does. And what an inspiration! I mean, um, you inspire me, you know, to go get voice lessons again. Um, but, <laughs> but. I, I look at your picture and I look at you and I look at and then and then this then this this voice comes out of you. And it's like where is this coming from? Tell tell me tell us a little bit about about your process and then and then I'm going to get into your story then we'll get into your story but I want to know about your your process when you when you get up on stage and and you're in front of those cameras what is it that you are doing? What what do you do to get yourself psyched up? Man, well, I get up really early uh, the day that I usually have to perform. Uh, and, and this is just, you know, performances around New York as well. And I, I get up really early, and I kind of just spend some alone time talking to God. You know, when I, I, went, I went through a 12-step program for a little bit, and, um, and they, really, they really talk about, you know, connecting to who, whomever your higher power is. My higher power happens to be God. And I, and I really wouldn't have the voice that I have or be the man that I am today if it hadn't been just spending my quiet time with him and, and basically just saying, you know, I, I'm willing to lay – this is going to sound really dramatic, but this is the truth. I'm willing to lay down my life for others 
uh, meaning I've, I've already found happiness. I've already found joy. I'm already completely at peace with myself. I would be so completely stingy to keep it all to myself. So I feel I have an obligation to kind of bring joy to other people, to kind of bring peace to them, to let them know that wherever they are, uh, whatever situation they're facing, I, I don't care if it's HIV, I don't care if it's an abusive relationship, I don't care if it's an eating disorder, uh, you know, we can all get through this together. And so what I usually do when I'm in my quiet time, I just kind of think about the people I'm going to be singing to, and I, and I begin to envision them, and I just ask God to, to speak to them through me. Uh, that's all I really do. You know, I wish I had, like, you know, Lucky Charms or, you know, <laughs> I, I, basically, I basically just ask God to speak through me and whomever he wants to reach. I'm just so blessed that he chooses me to, to be that. You know, I, I'm not the typical person that people would look at and say, oh, you know, he's, like, super religious. And I, and, and I don't subscribe to religion, but I do subscribe to having a deep, intimate relationship with God because he really does remind me of what my purpose is, and he reminds me of what other people are going through, and he also lets me know that whenever I open my mouth to sing to them, that he's going to, to use me in some, some fashion. So that usually deals with all the, the nerves I have because I get really nervous. I usually do that. Usually deals with all the nerves, and then I just I get out there and I just have fun, man. I just have a good time, and I, I know that I'm doing what I'm born to do. That's you know, and so there are so few people out there who are actually doing what they're born to do, and uh, so count yourself lucky, and 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 um, thank you for blessing all of us with this incredible talent that you have. I, I'm really rooting for you. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, so, Robert, Jamal, I've been taking over the interview. No, no, it's, it's fine, Jeremy, no. no um, <laughs> Jamal, I mean, I, I remember when I, when I saw you singing on Tuesday, and, and I saw you on TV, and I was struck because I was like, I know I saw this guy before. He looks familiar. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like did I, am I friends with maybe this guy on Facebook? Like, maybe I was just randomly friends with you. And I was like, what is the issue of why I saw? And then I went and looked for you on Facebook and saw that you were previously on another show, um, yes. you know, American Idol. Um, a yeah. couple times, and, and I just remember that you were there, and I remember you had that memorable, like, per, like, I guess, uh, the person that you are, you're just very memorable, um, and wow. you came off as somebody that I met, and I, like, knew my whole life, I thought, especially after our story, going through, wow. um, you know, meth addiction, and then finding out you're HIV positive, like I wrote to you, it just, it seemed to connect with me so much, because I traveled that road, and I know what it's like, and to see you rise above the ashes like you have, it, it, it's amazing. Wow, man. Well, you did it too, bro. You did it too. Right. You know? and yeah. So congratulations to you, man. You know, you know, hearing somebody else's story that's so parallel to mine, it kind of gives you a sense that you're not alone, right? You know, it, it makes you right. feel like, you know, if they did it, I can do it. And, and really what I'm trying to build with this show is just a sense of community. You know, whether I win or not, to me that's not – I really honestly feel like I've already won. You know, I could, exactly. I could lose this battle round and CeeLo could send me home, and I would honestly still – like, I already won. I really do feel that way just because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. It's not just singing. I'm encouraging people, man. I feel like I'm a natural-born encourager. And so thank you. Thank you for blessing me. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your, yourself with me. You know, I appreciate you, man. And thanks, uh-huh. I appreciate everything that you do. Yeah, tell me about it. So, so take me to the day, Jamar, when, when you found out that you were HIV positive. Um, what yeah. was that day like? Uh, well, you know, it wasn't as scary as you thought it might have been. It was, um, you have to understand, I was living extremely recklessly. I, I mean, extremely recklessly. I, you know, for five solid years, not only, you know, was I sharing needles, I was having lots of unprotected sex, and I was just all over the place. I really was all over the place. And God bless my ex-wife, man. She, um, she was one of the conduits that, that God used to actually not only get me off of meth, but she held my hand when I found out my, uh, my status. And I cried. I did cry, but I felt the, the I felt the strangest sensation when I found out. Like I, I felt it was almost an out of body experience. But I just felt this warmth, and I really felt like everything was going to be okay. And up until that moment, I hadn't wanted to have lived. I, I was I was struggling with some severe depression. I was obviously struggling with meth, and I did not have a desire to live. And once I found out my status, I wanted to live more than ever. I had never wanted to live as badly as I wanted to live at that moment. And I, I decided right then and there that there were two things that, want, that were, were going to happen with me. One, I wasn't going to pass this on to, any, to anyone. I decided right then and there that wasn't going to happen. And two, I decided that I was going to live. 
And when you make the decision to live, everything really does fall into place. You begin to pursue your passion. You begin to pursue the things that you're in love with once you make that decision to actually live, not just to exist, but to live. Wow. That's so true. Now, were you clean when you found out you were HIV positive, or were you? I was like, it was like the tail end. It was, it was, it was, I was on my way out. Like, I definitely, my, my, my ex-wife and I had decided to leave Atlanta because that was just familiar people, places, and things to me. I right. couldn't get away from the mess no matter how hard I tried. So we decided to move to uh, Nowhereville, Wisconsin, where my mom was, and um, I had found out I was positive right before that. So I was, I was. I was it was it was kind of all wrapped up in the same thing. Once I thought I was positive, it was like, okay, this is this was the nail in the coffin. I really am done with meth now. I, I really am done. It really puts things into perspective. Gosh, everything it puts everything into perspective. Yeah, it's like you put on a whole new pair of glasses and look at the world. Right, and I just call it. You know, I believe in new beginnings, man. I I, I really believe that you're you know you're never too far to start over again. You know, I, I, yeah, I made some serious screw-ups. I made some serious mistakes, and I hurt a lot of people along the way. But I really feel like I can go back and rectify those relationships, and I can start over. I can become a new man again, and instead I can actually, you know, bring joy to people as opposed to bringing pain and grief and stealing their things. <laughs> very true. I know. I used to be like that, too. I can totally relate to having the total 360 of how you are as a person. And then to look at yourself and be like, wow, I was really like that. Yeah, I, I sometimes, uh, I can't believe that that's the same guy. I, that I'm the same guy. I sometimes really can't believe that. Well, you, yeah. you know what they say. It's it's not the destination but the journey, right? And, yes, sir. Uh, and this is just all part of your journey to get to, because, you know, it's not over at all. So, it, right. I mean, you, you're right. continuing down your journey, and that just happened to be part of the chapters that um, that God has, and, and God probably put that stuff in front of you to see how you were going to overcome it and 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 tackle it. Right, right. I you agree know. with you, man, 100%. So, so, so you find out, and when did you find out that you were HIV positive? How, what, when it'll did be, that all happen? It'll be seven years. It'll be seven years this April. So seven years ago. Okay, and you you moved to Wisconsin to Nowheresville, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, yes. And so, how did you get from Wisconsin to the Bronx? Well, I was uh, I, I lived as just uh, I lived a very normal existence for a few years in Milwaukee. I um I joined a church right away, which is where I met Danny Gokey, uh, which is who I auditioned for American Idol with, and I got a job at a bank. <laughs> And was just doing, like, the family thing and doing the sobriety thing, basically. I needed those few years to just kind of get my head back on straight. After my wife and I decided to divorce, I I realized that there really wasn't anything in Milwaukee for me anymore. I had done American Idol, and you can't get a taste of that and then go back to just living a normal existence. (laughs) So I, um, I made the move to New York. I knew two people here. And I've been here for a few years. I love New York. I absolutely love New York because it was here that I really had to branch out on my own, and I got to know myself in a brand-new way. But then, I, most importantly, I began to see the most incredible counselor who began to make me okay with myself. And the lessons that he taught me just about loving myself and respecting myself, and, under, and he's the one that helped make me realize that I have a lot to offer uh, to the world and that, you know, I'm no good to anyone if I'm just in my room uh, living in a perpetual state of regret, you know, you're, you're no good to anyone, including yourself. And so I, you know, I took the, the bull by the horns and I started doing some volunteer work with a few organizations out here that work with people living with HIV and AIDS. And it began to actually uh, decrease the stigma that I had, uh, the prejudices that I was holding within myself. I began to see very real people with very real emotions um, that were living with the same thing that I was living. And I don't know. It began to change me. It really began to change me. So when I decided to do The Voice, I um, I didn't decide right away to, to tell everyone that I was positive, but um, after a lot of prayer and a lot of thinking and after seeing Mondo's story on Project Runway, I kind of knew <laughs> that uh, it was my time to do this. Well, that's great. Wow. And, and you're 25? 
Oh no, but I really do Wait. appreciate that. I'll be I'll be thirty in March, but thank oh, you. Oh, okay. <laughs> where did I read that you were twenty five? I, I don't, don't know, know but I'll take that. Thanks a lot. Okay, man. well you're twenty five. I'm still the father in the room. Jeez. You'll be thirty when? I'll I'll be thirty in March. March what? March first. March first. I will be I will be yes. thirty. <laughs> Um, 38, <laughs> March 28th. <so>. March 28th. <laughs> yeah. I have uh, an older sister whose birthday is March 28th. That's you share it. That's See? a great birthday. It is yeah. a great birthday. And we're an Aries, man. We're <laughs> oh, all about yes. the Ram. Oh, yes. Head yes, first every you time. Are. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, I don't remember what I was going to ask. Oh, <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, See, uh, this is why. One of the things. What happens when you what don't work things, from a script? Well, you don't need a script. That's the best part about it. You let it flow. <laughs> We're, just that, We're just conversing. We're just conversing. Right. One of the things, Jamar, that I think that blew me away about the whole process of how they, how at least they showed it on TV, was that he hand-delivered Carson, hand-delivered it to you, and gave you a hug. Yeah. And for him to do that to somebody who's HIV positive, to me, yeah. Just showed so many people that you don't have to be afraid of people who have HIV. Yeah. So many people have that stigma, yeah. and just that simple him handing it to you and hugging you in person, I think yeah. really helped break down a lot of stigma. Yeah, I went home and cried like a baby. Just so you know, I like I was so touched on that day, and 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 it really truly was a surprise. It really true. I had no idea he was coming to meet me. I just knew that the camera crew wanted to kind of follow me around do what I do, um, and then he popped up out of nowhere. So that was the, the best surprise. And um, I, I, don't, I, I really didn't understand the momentousness, the momentousness of him, like, actually reaching out and touching me until I read uh, what you had written. And I was like, you know what? He's absolutely right. He's absolutely, he did. He did. And, and so did CeeLo. And um, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that by the rest of America seeing that these celebrities uh, they're not afraid of it. I'm hoping that they'll begin to see, okay, well, maybe everything that I've thought about this thing was kind of wrong. You know, I'm, I'm really hoping people just start to ask questions and start to change people's minds on things. Yeah. Well, I think you're definitely changing a lot of minds, and, and, and I think it brought a lot of conversation, and at least it gave an opportunity for parents to have conversations about their kids. Yeah. You know, with their kids about yeah. HIV. It allowed them to have it. It opened the door for them. Now, did they take yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. I really hope that that I, – I hope that if, you know, I progress on the show. You know, I another thing that I really like uh, what the boys did, they didn't really make it a sob story. You know, they didn't make yeah. it – they didn't make – you know, they didn't, they, they didn't bring out the violins. And, you know, I really appreciate them for that. And they also kind of just, you know, I said it, and then we left it alone. You know, they didn't make a really big deal out of it. It was like, okay – Here's this guy who can who can sing who happens to be HIV positive. I really appreciate uh, NBC and The Voice for not exploiting it, and they and they promised me that they wouldn't, but uh, they they did a really good job of handling the story. I must say. Oh, no, that's great. Totally. Uh, it, you know, it it does kind of get tiresome when they play this sad, sappy music. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> and it's then they turn it into this whole dateline thing and then you're and, you, know, you know and, and everybody's crying and it's like oh hey it's nice to see it is really nice to see a a a and i'm gonna and the pun is intended here a positive role model nice. on tv Word. i'll take that yeah you know um who who doesn't who's not hiding behind his hiv status who's using you know, <laughs> using his powers for good <laughs> And wow. not evil, you know. So that wow. is really inspiring, and that is really nice to see. Wow! Thanks so much. <laughs> that was Aww. the nicest thing. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you know what else is interesting that I'm thinking about it now, Jamar? You're the first person who is on like a network television who has come out as HIV positive. Who, who that I can remember? Because you know. Mondo came out, on Giant came out, um, Jack McElroth, our own, you know, co-host here, came out on Project Runway. But they weren't on, like, a major network, like 3, 6, or 10, or 29, right. you know what I mean? And for you to do right. that, it's amazing. What channels are those? NBC, ABC, Fox, you know, you know, the, the big four, the big four. <laughs> yeah, the big four. You're, you're in a different 
market than anybody else I'm is. Sorry. Robert. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. For me, it's three, six, or ten. Yeah, yeah. It's a major network. So. A producer told me the same thing that no one's ever really talked about it on a primetime television show, which right. scared the mess out of me when they told me that. I was like, wait, I don't want to be the first. And then I got, I, then, then I got okay with that. I really did become okay with it. And I, you know, I began telling other contestants while we were preparing for the blind auditions. I, I you know, I figured I'd get my get my feet wet and, and see how they would take it. And man, the other contestants have been so super cool. You know, I didn't have any roommates that were like, oh, I can't room with you. No, no, they've just been, man, this experience has been super rewarding. It sure pays off for the nonsense that I did, you know? Oh, and only, right. it seems, it's so funny that, like, the one thing I was so completely petrified of, completely scared of, is the one thing that, uh, that's kind of getting me some attention. I think that's so funny. <laughs> it is. <isn't> it? <laughs> I just think hey, it's we, we have a comment in the chat room um, from James Osmond, and he wants to tell you to say he wanted to say thank you for coming out with your status, and by doing that, you've taken a step in the right direction to eradicate the stigma attached to the HIV epidemic. So that's from James in the chat room. Thank you so much, James. Nice, nice. You get it. That's the picture. That's that's the mission. That's what we're yeah. doing. So, so we. we 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 had people tweet us questions, um, you know, for you. Um, and okay. I think the, the most the two most popular questions were one, are you single? <laughs> okay, yes, so that was the big question. Yes. Okay, well, let me hear the second question. Let me hear the second question. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> and the second question was, um, crap, where did it go? I don't know. First question was, are you single? And the second question was, where is it? I, I, hold on. Can you answer <laughs> the first question while I find it? Because I totally just lost sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. All right, so the whole single thing, I kind of I expected this question. Um, oh, I remember it. You want me to tell you it? Yeah, go ahead. I remember. The second most popular question was, if it was the girl that was with you, was she your girlfriend? <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> the girl that was with me is Ashley, and Ashley is the most awesome chick you will ever meet in a million years. She and I actually met uh, on American Idol, and because uh, she can sing her ass off as well. And she, when I first moved to New York, she uh, she took care of me and, and took me in and helped me out a lot. So I figured that the least I could do was you know bring her on TV with me. So no, we're just friends. Even though we've had the opportunity to take it to somewhere else, we've we've left it as just friends. And as far as being single, I've um, officially I have been single for about a year and four months, and that's because I took I made a conscious decision to focus on my music full time. And I call it dating God almost because the, the time that I would have invested in in getting to know someone and taking them out and lavishing all this attention on them, I just I just get to know my creator and. And in getting to know him, I get to know myself. So I'm not saying that I'm opposed to, to dating and, and getting into another long-term relationship. Just right now is not the time. I have so much, so many great things going on for me right now. I don't, I don't want to be distracted. That's just where I am right now. That's great. I think that's great. I, I know we have a lot of people who want to be, no, uh, people want to call in and um, uh, uh, at least ask you a question uh, or have a comment for you, so they can reach us here at the show at. Seven two one five nine four four two. Press the one so we know you want to come on, and you're not just listening. I know I have three people on hold already now who've been holding for a while who want to talk right. and ask you a question. Okay. But the one thing I wanted to talk about, Jamar, was your mother. Yeah. The way you talk about your mom and, and your mom being there and and just talking about how proud she was of you. I mean, that's incredible, man. <laughs> I like incredible. Like I, I was almost in tears, and I don't cry, and I was brought to almost tears because that is something that every son, every person who's HIV positive wants their parent to be or say to them. Yes. And it was just a blessing to see. The true miracle, the true miracle is, you know, there was a few years that my mom didn't even know where I was. She didn't have a phone number for me. She didn't know how to get in contact with me. I was completely strung out, and I wasn't trying to reach out to her. And um, the true miracle is. The reconciliation, reconciliation of our relationship. You know, I ran away at 17, you know, cursing her and my stepfathers. You know, I, I didn't want to abide by their rules. 
And, you know, she, she cried a lot for me. She worried a lot for me. And the the great thing is, right when my wife and I found out that I was HIV positive, my mom was the first person that I called. And she cried with me on the phone, but she never once was weird about it. She she never I – mean, she – I think that she kind of learned as she went along, but she has just been so freaking supportive. I love my mom. And if she's listening, Mom, I just want to let you know that I would not be where I am today without your love and acceptance of me. So thank you. Thank you. That's all I want to say. Aw. And, and really, without her, you wouldn't be here. Well, true. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Very true. Oh, yeah. she reminds me of that often. <laughs> I bet she does. <laughs> no, but you know she's really super talented in her own right, and I get like my personality. I I actually I hate to say I get it from her. Um, I never want to be compared to my mother, but I mean we do have the same. Like uh, we're both very jubilant. We're both very exciting people, and we both love to encourage people. My mom, man, I can't. I can. I can talk about her all night. So I'll end right there. Aw, aw. So. So really, in the next ten years, when somebody says you're really turning into your mother, you're gonna. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> I oh yeah. Want anyone to ever say that to me? Tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> you're turning into your mother. You're turning into <laughs> no. your mother. Who am I, Norman Bates? Like that's awful. That's like the worst <laughs> thing you could say. <laughs> come on, Norman. Come on, Jamar. Who's that woman you're with? Who is she? Who is she? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I know that 
out of all four coaches, you really wanted him to be your coach. Coach. Uh, it was just like this. Oh God! 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 That's all I was thinking. Oh God! Oh God! Like I, you have to understand, they, you feel like you're up there forever, you know. Like, and I was well into the second verse before he turned around, so I was already really nervous. I was like, oh, they're not feeling me. Then I, oh my goodness, I, I just, I just knew I didn't want to blow it. I didn't want to blow it, you know. So I tried to keep it together. The moment I saw his bright white teeth. Turn around, I man, I about lost it. I really about lost. I could have ended the song. I could have thrown the microphone down right there and been done. I was so good. I was so good. And I still, even when I watched it back on Monday, those feelings like came back. I felt, I literally felt like a little kid, man. <laughs> That's how I felt. <laughs> wow. All right, Tyler. Well, thanks for calling in. You're welcome. Thanks a lot, Dara. Good night. All right, let's go to the next caller, area code 954. You're on the air with Jamar. Yeah. Hey, Jamar, what's up? This is Phil. Hey, how's it going, brother? All right, man. Hey, thanks for the response uh, on uh, Facebook earlier tonight. Uh, we got we share that same medication in common. And, uh, oh, yeah, hey, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's okay, yeah. I, I had written you a few months back asking when we were going to see you again. I had listened to some of your songs on uh, YouTube and said, man, I, I want this guy to uh, turn back up again, you know. And uh, lo and behold, I was watching uh, The Voice and saw you on there, and I said, there he is, there he is. And, uh, <laughs> and my, my, my heart got all warm and stuff like that, and I said, all right, right and when on, I heard man. the story, you know, I heard your story on there, and I said, "Man, oh man, this guy's been like the same path I've been on." And uh, it was, it was just um, the courage you showed, and and uh, the the advocacy, you know, uh, on behalf of other people without even realizing that you're an advocate, you know. And uh, I think that uh, you know, I guess my question is, when did you have that that uh, spiritual awakening, that awakening that told you, like, look? I'm done with, uh, you know, I'm tired of doing the same old thing and uh, expecting different results, and, like, I want, I want to yes. do something different. Yes. Well, you know, there was, it was a number of things that finally made me just go, okay, enough is enough. One, I kept, um, you know, I didn't realize I, I was positive before I got tested. Obviously, I didn't know. But I kept getting um, boils, really bad boils every time I used meth, which was, like, every day. And, um, and and found out it was uh, MRSA, MRSA, which I didn't know. Uh, basically, a lot of guys and, that used crystal meth, they were experiencing MRSA, but they were also positive. And when I first heard that, uh, the hospital didn't test me for HIV. Um, they just kept, like, lancing the boils. I, so I put two and two together. I was like, okay, obviously meth is causing the boils, and this is painful. So that was, like, the first thing I should stop. Then the second thing, you know, I was in the process of, believe it or not, I was in the process of getting married. I don't know how she dealt with me because she got clean way before I did. And um, I had actually did some meth in the hospital bathroom uh, where she was wow. giving birth. Um, and, and, and the baby is not our baby, but it is the baby that I did raise as my child. And um, I was, my hands were shaking so badly I couldn't cut the baby's cord. And I think that that was, like, my real big aha moment. I remember thinking, how on earth am I going to take care of this baby if I can't even take care of myself? And it was, I want to say it was shortly after that, I found out I was positive. Shortly after that, we moved to Wisconsin. So it was like a, it was like a domino effect. It was, a, it was a bunch of things that finally I was like, I really can't live like this anymore. Hmm. Well, keep doing what you're doing, man. Stay blessed, you know. Stay blessed. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate uh, you keeping up with me. And you support me, man. Yeah, and I yeah, man. Well, you got you got that spirit, you got that voice, man. That, that just kind of like they 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 were saying earlier, Mondo and them, like you just kind of pull people in, you know, like uh, you just just got that voice. Man, thank you. I received that. Thank you, brother. All, All right, thanks. man. I just want to take a real quick um, break, and we will be right back. Just take uh, hold on for one sec, Jamar. Sure thing. Thanks. <laughs> 
I contracted a preventable disease from a guy that looks good and smells good but never mentioned that he had HIV. But he is not to blame. I should have loved myself enough to protect myself. But through it all, I found self-love and it's the greatest thing I ever felt. I was never less than or equal to AIDS but always greater. I just realized that not caring for myself or my body, I was my biggest hater. I am author of the Naked Truth, Marvin Brown, and I am Greater Than AIDS. You can find more information on Greater Than AIDS by going to greaterthan.org. Um, I just want to go to the next caller here, area code 414. You're on the air with Jamar. Can you lower your speaker, please? I'm sorry. That's my daughter. Here we go. This is Jamar's mom. Oh, my God, that's my mom. That's my mom. I had to respond because you said, if you're listening, Mom, and I want you to know I got your back, son. First of all, I just want to say I love this, um, your radio, the format that you all have. Uh, it was something similar to this that really, really helped my son. And for everyone that's listening from um, a supporter point of view, when Jamar told me, he didn't tell the whole story, when he told me he was so positive, his attitude was upbeat, he said, this is what the doctor says I have, but I know that I'm going to be healed. So when you hear it from that point of view, it wasn't the doom and the gloom, it wasn't a death sentence as we previously all thought it would be, but it was like... This is what they say I have, but it doesn't have me. And that's why I was able to respond as positive as I did. So I don't want him to paint out that I'm this great, wonderful mother that, you know, I mean, I, I am. Don't get me wrong. I really am. However, <laughs> in that text, it, and if anybody who's really struggling with telling a loved one, I just encourage you to use Jamar's story as your platform, but when your delivery is as positive as it can possibly be, then your supporter will actually support and opposed to, oh, my God, now what are we going to do? I, I jumped on the bandwagon. Okay, well, come here to Milwaukee. Let's get you all taken care of, and we're going to, you know, move from there. And so hence we have the great um, contestant of The Voice, you know, becoming <laughs> such a great positive positive face for anyone struggling with HIV and any disease that claims that supposedly claims your life. So, yay, son. I love you. Yay. And and it's true. You are turning into your mother. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It it absolutely is true. I I can see it happening. I see it happening. (laughs) And please know that's not a bad thing. We all know that, right? It's not a bad thing, Mom. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> Thank you guys for the platform again, and son, talk to you later. Bye, guys. Oh, right, Mom, Thanks, Mom. Thanks for calling in. That was great. <laughs> I really I did not put her up to that. I that think is it's awesome. That is awesome. What a great mother you've got there. What a great support network you have. I really uh, do, man. I'm I'm so fortunate. I really am. That's that's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Um, tell us a little bit about your support network. I mean, who you've yeah. got your mom, obviously. Uh, who else do you have that you get to when when you are down? Who do you go to? Well, I go to uh, a, a number of people there, I, and it's it's a very few. Like I, I, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people, and I really care for a lot of people. But there are very few people that I truly, genuinely trust and love. And I have a couple of friends that I'll call that know me that will not they won't lie to me they won't tell me what I want to hear they'll tell me what I need to hear uh, but I have you know my mom my sister um, with, once upon a time my my wife man she really kept me she really she went to all my doctor's appointments with me in the very beginning I don't even know if I would have been as okay with it if it wasn't for her she was the one that went on the body dot com and did all the research <laughs> she's the one. That took care of me the first week I started my meds. I was feeling kind of woozy. You know, she she was really great. Um, I know that it's really hard. I'm sorry, I'm going to digress just a little bit. I know it's really hard, and if there's anyone listening that is kind of struggling with telling a loved one, you know, it's not for you to tell everyone. It's really not. There's some people that just aren't ready to hear that. But I really believe that if you if you fill fill them out, if you if you fill out what they're saying, you can kind of sense if they're ready to hear that. And 
and I have to kind of second what my mom said. If you if you approach this the situation with facts, if you come armed with facts and say, hey, you know, back in the 80s this was a death wish, but now it's so completely manageable, and you educate them, I, instead of seeing yourself as a victim, see yourself as a victor, and and and, and see yourself as an educator, and it's it's not going to be the end of you. And I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but I just want to let you know it's not going to be the end of you. That's it. I'm sorry I got off on a tangent, but I have to say that. It's your show, man. It's your show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just real quick, I just want to let you know, if you're on hold and you want to speak to Jamar, just press the one button because we have some people on hold, and I just want to make sure that they have a question to come on, uh, press that. You can reach us at 347-215-9442. Actually, Jamar, this um, interview is going to be featured on thebody.com. It's so weird and cool at the same time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, I blog there for I blog for the body, and um, they're going to feature it and and post it up the interview. So hopefully, you know, get a lot of feedback. I want a lot of people to come and vote for you, dude. The more you go, when we That's get to the point great. where we got to call you in, dude, I want you coming back so we can call in all the time. Get up your points, you know, get perfect, people in. We got to find a way to perfect, do it. Perfect. I think it's great. One thing I wanted to ask you real quick was um, your YouTube channel. Um, what is that where people can find you on Twitter and all that? Yes, 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 yes. YouTube, uh, Jamar. All you have to do is put in uh, Jamar Rogers, and um, there's lots of videos that I've posted, but then videos that other people have posted from shows and stuff that I didn't even know that they were there. And then um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, um, I'm at J, the letter J, Squidward, S-Q-U-I-D-W-A-R-D, as in Squidward from SpongeBob, and uh, Facebook, backslash Jamar Rogers. Uh, it's really easy to find me. And the thing is, I've been really, I think I've been really good about uh, contacting people back and, and, and staying in touch. Um, I want people to know that I'm as hands-on as possible. I don't look at myself as a celebrity. I don't look at myself as being up here while you're down there. I feel like we're all on this journey together. So if there's anything that you want, you want to say to me, if you, if you need to vent and get some things off of your chest, uh, chances are I will get back to you, and I just encourage you to do so, man. Like, we are all in this together. There is another person on hold, so I'm going to bring them on real quick. Uh, you're on the air right with Jamar. Who's this? Hello. Hello. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Mickey. Hi, Mickey. Hi, Jamar. I'm a really big fan, so I just wanted to call and tell you that seeing you really inspires me because I've been through a lot of my life, but nowhere near what you've been through, and you help me feel like I can do more and I can do better. And I just want to let you know that and that I'm pushing for you and I'm going to vote for you and I'm going to watch every week. And I can't wait to see you sing. Thank you so much. And let me just say in response to you uh, that there is nothing more remarkable about me than there is about you. You know, and all it takes is the power of a made-up mind. And I I really think that uh, whatever it is, whatever purpose you were born with, whatever destiny you were born with, uh, just fight for it. Make it happen. You know, and, and, and if you feel that the odds are stacked up against you, if anything, that should just kind of push you to, to, to push harder. You know, we we just have to fight harder than some other people, and that's okay. Um, so keep doing what you're doing. Keep your head up, most of all. And uh, I really appreciate you reaching out to me. It means so much to me. Well, thank you. I have a question for you, too. If you come from, like, a small town and you have a really big dream, what would you say to somebody that thinks that they can't do it because they come from the middle Ooh. of Wisconsin, and I'm not, and I'm not, you know, crapping on Wisconsin, but I needed to get out of there 
to pursue my dream and to pursue my passion, and nothing nothing could stop me. And so I just really yeah. want to let people know that no, no, the words of other people and their opinions should never ever stop you. At the end of the day, it's just their opinion. You know, and and that's exactly it. And and you know, just because someone says it doesn't mean it's true. It's Amen their opinion. To that, you know? I agree with you. So. So, you know, I the, probably some of the best advice I ever got was, you know, somebody told me, be a duck. Just let it roll off your back. <laughs> yes, that's great. That's great. You know, that's you know, just great. Let it that's roll off. Yes and, great. You know, it's, it's, it's a simple thing. You watch ducks, they're cute, they're paddling, all that, but they just let the water roll off their back, and that's exactly what we all have to do. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, that's totally Incredible! You that you're able. What you have, Jamal. Whatever you are, you. I want to bottle you, and I want to sell you. Your your attitude, (laughs) everything that you say. Like I want to like. I just want to bottle it and and drink it, and like just you have that vibe that just sends out love and just positive attitude, energy to everybody. It is truly amazing just hearing you talk. Just talking to you, man. It uplifts me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I promise you I was not always like this. <laughs> People did not like being around me. I was hateful and awful, and I had a bad attitude, and I would steal from you, and I was just not a good person. But, you know, there is such a joy that comes with uh, putting other people's needs before your own, and not and not in, like, a weird, perverse way where you're, you know, in a lopsided relationship. But what I mean is giving back to people that are truly less fortunate than you. I know that's really cliche to say, but when you take your mind and your focus and attention off of your your own problems off of yourself and you begin to actually, man, I tell you what, if you are single and you are you want to be in a relationship so super bad and you just want love, want love, want love, I dare you to go give love. Give love to someone that you wouldn't normally give love to and watch the amount of love you'll get back in return. Mark my words. No, That's you're what I'm talking about. Right. That's what I want. <laughs> you, 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 you nailed that one right on the head. You, you get what you put out, right? That's so true. Out into so true. the universe, you're going to get that back. That's so true. That's so true, and I, I wish more people would realize that. Yeah, like Rick yeah, and Forum. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things that uh, we say here at the dream at our, at the show here is that our our dreams are not infected, and I think that what you're yeah. doing is prime example yeah. that your dreams are not infected, that your story oh, will awesome. what you do. And I just think that. You are amazing, and I look forward to one day meeting you, I'm sure, hearing you speak. Right on, right and, on. And listening to you sing, man. I can't wait to watch you on the show, and, and we're voting every week. And you can come back every week on Monday and do an interview to pump your fans up and get them ready. I don't care. <laughs> right on. I really I can't tell you how awesome this has been. And just to actually talk to people and hear their voices back, it's, it's so rewarding. I just, I'm so humbled. Thank you so much, guys, really. Well, you know what? We we've done nothing. You you did it all. I mean, you came on, you talked about yourself, and that was kind of nice. And 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 I gotta say, you, you're a you're a down to earth, really nice guy. And uh, I can't wait to see where where you go from here. And uh, for someone who doesn't vote on shows, I'm actually gonna be calling in and voting. Thank you. And yeah. in, I must say that there are several ways you can vote. If you don't want to play with the phones, you can also vote online. And you can text, and so just so you know, if you it, it, it can be very, it's not very time consuming to vote. So Excellent. when that time comes, hopefully I make it to that part. But when that time comes, I'll be calling you guys. You will. And the voice is Monday nights at nine, right? At eight o'clock. Monday nights, nine Eastern, eight Central. Nine Eastern. NBC, nine NBC. On NBC. And people can yes. support you by going to iTunes and purchasing Seven Army Nation by Jamar Rogers, right? Yes, that'd be awesome. Thank you. Yes, please. Go to iTunes and buy seven And I gave you the wrong time. I'm sorry. It's 8 Eastern, 7 Central. I apologize. Yeah, that's right. Okay, Jamar, well, you, thank you so much for hanging out with us, and I wish you much success. Thanks a lot, guys, and uh, we'll thank definitely you so be much. in touch. We're in this together. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's Bye-bye. right. Take care. Thanks. I think we're we're right at the end, aren't we? Yeah, we're right at the end. Um, we're actually going a little over. Nobody's hearing this live, but we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Remember, the voice is on every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Vote for Jamar Rogers. Um, online, whether you call in, whatever you do, please just show your support. Tweet them, Facebook them, follow them. 
Um, he has actually a blog on um, NBC The Voice. So if you go on there on the website, you can find that there. Jeremy, what a great show. Um, oh, amazing. Was, I'm inspired. I, I am too. Now I want to go out and do something. But first I'm going to go to right. bed. <laughs> yes. Jeremy, you have yourself a great night. You too. Take care. See you, everyone. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and I hope you all enjoy the show. Remember, you can find more information on Jeremy Dunn by going to PositivelySpeaking.com, more information on myself by going to PositiveIM.com. Thank you, and have a great evening.